Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. And we're back on the road, headed home today. Yeah, we're headed back from the smoked Dallas Barbecue Festival. We were fortunate enough to be able to help out Zavala's Barbecue out of Grand Prairie. They were one of the participants in the festival, and they uh, they asked if we give them a hand. We were more than happy to do so. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, you know, always a lot of hard work at these festivals. I, I think um, estimated around we served uh, well, as a group, obviously not us individually, uh, but we served around 1,500 plates. We think 1,500 boats while we were there. Yeah, it was a really good time. Um, we've been fortunate over the last calendar year. We've been able to help out at a number of different events for a number of different barbecue joints. And it's really, it's a lot of fun for us because we get to learn kind of how to cook and serve in that kind of volume in a fast-paced environment. And it just gives us, you know, a, even more respect for how they do what they do. Um, last year, we were fortunate to help out Bodacious Barbecue at the Houston-Austin Barbecue Throwdown. Um, we helped out Patrick Fegis and Aaron Smith from Fegis Barbecue at Windy City in Chicago and then now at Smoke Dallas. And, we've we've learned a lot and it's been a really cool experience yeah i mean it's it's you know we're we're there to work we're not there to goof off and uh, we we take it very seriously uh, if you're interested if uh, you need a couple of hands or probably four hands between the two of us um, we have knives we'll travel uh just let us know yeah we're, we're always happy to help if our you know schedule allow for it we definitely want to get more experience with it and it's again it's a great learning experience every time we're able to get to do that um, we're going to talk a little bit about just kind of a variety of different topics going on in the barbecue world and just things that we've seen and, and just want to make sure we get the word out and, and do our part to to help give you guys some news on barbecue openings and closings, things like that. There have been a, quite a few changes in barbecue over the last couple of months that we may or may not have touched on very much in our episodes. So let's dive into to some recent restaurant openings. Uh, one we went to just about an hour or so ago. Um, that would be Guest Family Barbecue in Waco just recently opened their brick-and-mortar restaurant. Yeah, the team there is uh, knocking it out of the park. Really nice restaurant. Um, beautiful pit room in the back. Um, it's always great to see these big new pit rooms instead of uh, cramped quarters that some of these guys have been coming from. Uh, serving some great food and, uh, of course, you know, the must-order. The barbecue is great, but what's the one item at Guest that we just have to get and bring pints of it home yes yeah the, the grits you have to get the grits at guests they're just spectacular one of my favorite sides of barbecue um, the building itself that they've opened in is a really nice building that they've done a whole lot of work on it was a former barbecue restaurant but they've you know they've outfitted it and remodeled it and it's it's a really great spot they are also just now started opening on sundays which is really nice for a lot of people that that may not be able to get over there during the week or on saturday so we were able to enjoy a nice Sunday meal there. Um, they are open at 2803 Franklin Avenue in Waco, and their current hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 to 4 or sell out. Um, I do think they are going to be offering dinner hours in the future, um, but right now they are still lunch only, but dinner should be coming hopefully sooner than later. Again, big congratulations to Reed and Gene and Kate, the whole team over there at Guest Family. They've worked really hard, and this has been you know, a long time coming. It's been in the works for a while, and really happy that they've uh, gotten open there. And just uh, just down the road, uh, some of our great friends, Hellberg uh, Barbecue, 
is in their new brick and mortar. So they did close their trailer, which was on Austin um, at the uh, Pinewood. Yeah, the Pinewood Club. Coffee. Um, they, they did close the trailer down, um, but they are still open. You know, obviously, their new brick and mortar is open. It is 8532 uh, North Highway 6 in Waco. And again, they are all, they're also open for Sundays now as well. Um, and they are you know, serving their, their signature creative barbecue that they've been doing in Waco for a while now. A really, really cool spot and really happy for those guys. And, and one thing, I mean, we, we did miss getting out there today. They, on Sunday, they close at 2 p.m. So uh, if you want to get out there Sunday, don't, uh, don't sleep in and goof off like we did. Yeah. Um, moving over to Austin. Uh, Whitfield Barbecue, which is a barbecue food truck that was open for a while in Austin and then kind of uh, closed down for a while, it is now reopened again. Uh, so that is another option in the Austin area for, for anyone that's looking for barbecue. Um, let's go way down south, way down way, south, way down in Westlaco, Texas, which is in the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, Teddy's Barbecue opened up just this last week, um, opened their doors and couldn't be happier for Joel Garcia. It's been a dream of his and he's been working towards for a long time. He and his brother and his family, um, really excited for them. Can't wait to make it down there and check it out. But uh, that is also an option if you're in the Rio Grande Valley. That's uh, Teddy's Barbecue in West Lico, Texas. Great to see some, some more good barbecue coming down that way. Yeah, uh, and, and Joel's, got a, Joel's got a really good barbecue background. He worked at uh, Freedman's during the Evan Leroy days of Freedman's. Uh, and worked at Terry Black's for quite a while as well. So good pedigree, and he's been and, and he was working at a barbecue joint in Rio Grande Valley, Smoke and Moon, which uh, while he was the pitmaster there was named one of the 25 best new barbecue joints in Texas. So uh, his his track record is pretty proven. So we've got uh, high expectations for Teddy's, and I'm sure that Joel's going to deliver. Let's, All right. And unfortunately, not everything is sunshine and roses. We've had some closings and some hopefully. Hopefully, most of them temporary closings, but did want to let you guys know that uh, for the time being, Smoke and Z's Barbecue in Bayou Vista, which is close to Galveston, they are closed while they do some uh, pit room renovations at the moment. Hopefully, hopefully opening back up pretty soon. Yeah, really looking forward to getting back down there and seeing Zayden Mallory. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's been sad seeing them gone. Um, if you're down in that way, don't forget though, you can go hit up. Uh, Bucks Barbecue down uh, in actual Galveston proper in the meantime. Right. That's Jim and Colleen Buchanan's spot down in Galveston. They were formerly in Edo, uh, moved down to Galveston. So that's another option for you when you're down that way. Um, another one going north of Houston now. Um, Reveille Barbecue is unfortunately closed at the moment. Um, closed in the location in Magnolia. But uh, word is they are working on you know, a, you know, a more permanent spot, hopefully in the near future, they'll have something to announce and, and we look forward to, to seeing what's next for those guys. Yeah, really, really sad to see them go from right around the corner, but um, the news is good from uh, talking to them and they'll be able to announce something pretty shortly, we believe. Yeah, and then let's go, let's go back up to Austin area now, north of Austin. Um, if you've been following social media, John Miller, Black Box Barbecue, has been trying to make it work out in Georgetown. There's been a lot of health department regulations and codes that have kind of re really put a, a kink in the service there. And, and John fought tooth and nail to try to get it solved there. But uh, for the time being, they've had to move. Um, they are in Pflugerville now. It's Uncle Gary's Bar. Um, and they're right off of 130, I believe, is the, is the tollway out there. But um, in Pflugerville, go see uh, John and the crew, uh, Black Box Barbecue. 
Yep. So if you follow Jeff. John, yeah, yeah, Jeff and Jeff Ansara, John Miller. If you if you follow John on social media and or Black Box on social media, they keep you updated on what and where there's you know what and when they're serving. Um, but yes, it's Uncle Gary's Bar in Flukerville. You can still get John Miller Black Box Barbecue. Um, also moving further north again, we've got a. Uh, Really, really hated to hear this one. Um, Flores Barbecue in Fort Worth. Um, if, if you're involved in the barbecue scene, you you're, should be familiar by now with Michael Wyatt and Flores Barbecue and just the, the really great stuff that they've been putting out for years. Um, they were trying to get a brick and mortar built in, in the Fort Worth area and they were doing a trailer in the meantime, but uh, that, that hasn't quite worked out. And so uh, Flores is currently closed and uh, not sure what what the future is going to be. I, I wish Michael Wyatt and his family all the best. Yeah, he, definitely, definitely wish him the best. Looks like he wants to spend a little bit of time with his son. It's it, you know that time of life uh, when you really want to spend some time with him. And we know barbecue, uh, the life of a pitmaster is, is very, very stressful on uh, time and families and such. So absolutely wish him the best. Yeah, I'm ho- hope, hoping for good things for them personally and down the road professionally. Um, so those are some just some of the openings and closings. I'm sure we didn't get all of them, but we do want to mention it, you know as many of them as we could. There are so many, and there's there actually is one more that we got a little news on that we're going to be uh, bringing to you right now. And uh, for that, let's go to the source himself and let's hear from Mr. Jim Lero from Lillian's Barbecue. Just got the news yesterday that we, uh, uh, you know, I know a lot of guys start off uh, doing the circuit with the with the the breweries and things like that. Um, we kind of had a little different take that we wanted to have our customers have a spot where they knew that they could find us. So as of yesterday, we spoke with a lady um, that we are going to be able to rent a space on uh, 731 and uh, Risinger Road, which is right at South Fort Worth, almost to the Crowley border. We're going to be able to set up there. It's about an acre track. It's got it's got a really good spot that we can develop into with with. Uh, uh, picnic tables and things like that and there's a local bar right within 40 yards of it that people can come out they can get beer they can go and sit in the bar have have a beer and eat their barbecue and they've got a little patio spot that they've they've said they're they're opening up to us so we're going to have a place here starting in october that that people can come out and, and catch us on a on a regular basis awesome well, congratulations we're looking forward to that one yeah. what what hours would you be open days uh, so what tentatively what we're thinking about right now is we're thinking about doing it because we do have full-time jobs so we're thinking we're going to do the first and third uh, Saturday out of the month uh, and then that possibly we've been talking to a lot of people um, we possibly are thinking about going into a Sunday service for those people that get out of out of church and people that want to watch football so we're going to start offering uh, uh, also call ahead or email us and tell us what you want and you can pick it up for your football game party or your your uh, after church luncheon with your family and that kind of stuff too so that's why we're looking at sunday too so what's the best way for people to get a hold of you to kind of stay updated on the updates as they come along where should they so be you? yeah so we're at lillian's barbecue l-i-l-l-i-a-n-s-b-b-q uh, on instagram and facebook that's the easiest way to follow us right now uh, and our email is on there, so if you want to email us something or you have an event, we do cater also, uh, but mainly right now it's just uh, we're catering on the weekends. So if you have an event or anything like that that you want us to do, just that's the best way to get us. Well, there you have it. So, yeah, you can go and get you some Lillian's Barbecue in a fixed spot pretty soon, so be on the lookout for that and make sure you're following them so you can be up to date on the latest news uh, from them. 
few other things we wanted to talk about. Um, we've got... We solicited some Pitmaster questions via Instagram. If you follow us on Instagram and, you know, if you cycle through the Instagram stories, you likely saw it. We got some really colorful and fun responses from a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) A few few from uh, people in the business. Uh, Some of those were not going to get answers to intentionally, but but there's... They definitely gave us some great, great questions and great ideas. Um, Not something that we can just uh, get answered overnight, but we've got a list of the ones and uh, we've been asking around, and we'll, we'll look for an episode on that soon. Yeah, and if you've got a question you'd like to submit, hit us up on Instagram, face, or Instagram, Twitter, uh, email us, anything you know, any way to get a hold of us uh, at Tales from the Pits on Instagram, at BBQ Podcast on Twitter, Tales from the Pits at gmail.com is our email. Um, any question you've got for a pitmaster, if, if if it's something you've always wanted to know about running a restaurant or doing a cook, or you know, try try to get a little in depth in this. I mean, there's there's some standard questions that everyone always has and that have probably been asked and answered a thousand times. So we want to get a little more creative with this, but if you've got a question, let us know and we'll, we'll do our best to ask it and get an answer for you. For people in the business, not just us. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not just the two of us. Um, but let's well, talking about the two of us, which we don't do much intentionally. Uh, we, we really enjoyed getting a lot of awesome feedback on the sausage episode that we released recently really appreciate both from people that are looking to get into it uh, people in the industry that had some really good feedback for us we really appreciate it we appreciate you guys listening and it seems like people enjoyed that episode and and we've done previous episodes similar to that that people have enjoyed and we'd like to bring more of those to you so if there's something that you would like to get more information on whether that's a cooking process or a type of meat or or a type of pit something you'd like to know side or yeah condiment even that that Something, you know, I, I'm not going to give out any ideas. I'll let people come up with their own. But um, definitely in, in this time and age, there's there's so much going on in the smoked meat and barbecue world. Uh, if there's a particular topic you would like us to, to get from the experts, let us know. Yeah, we'll, we'll be happy to put an episode like that together. If it's something that Brian and I feel like we can intelligently speak on, you know, we, we may do a, a short part of an episode on it. Or if it's something that we frankly don't feel like we have the knowledge base to speak on ourselves, we'll try to get someone on the show that has a lot more experience with it to, to help bring some of that insight because we want to make sure that we're getting you the most relevant, accurate, best information we can and that we may or may not be the best people to bring that to you depending on what the topic is. But if you've got any ideas, again, reach out to us via the usual channels and we'll do our best to, uh, to come up with something. Yeah. All right. Well, let's flip some tortillas and get to the next one. All righty. So, we are knee-deep now, I would say. Not, not quite thigh-deep, but knee-deep in trying to come up with a, our next big trip for, for next year. Haven't finalized things yet, so we're not, we're not announcing anything as far as where we're going, when we're going. We, we typically don't do that anyway. But, um, but we are trying to put together a pretty substantial trip. And multi-state, multi-day, yeah, multi-event. Yeah, I mean, if you're familiar with our hog trip... These trips are a lot of fun. It's a lot of planning involved and a lot of moving pieces that we try to maneuver and and get the best experience for us and anyone that might be joining us or meeting us along the way. Chess game or a hog trip? What? Is it a chess game or a hog trip? Maneuver the pieces? You don't have to plan the damn thing. It's it's a chess game, my friend. (laughs) You provide a written, (laughs) written, stapled, bound book on this trip yes yes everyone that Keep goes on the, the great work yeah 
everyone gets a leather bound book at the end of the trip. Skin. But these trips, taking it back to seriousness for a second, these trips are a lot of work, a lot of fun, and they're a lot of money. It's it's expensive to do what we do, just the travels that we do within Texas. When we start talking about renting cars, flights, gas, this will be the most expensive one we've done. It will be. It'll be the most complicated. Right. It, it, this this is more than likely going to be more expensive than the hot trip, just based on what we're already kicking around idea-wise. So what are you getting at, Andrew? What I'm getting at is we want your money. If you just donate the price of a cup of coffee, no, no, we're not asking that. We, we have we you've noticed if you listen to our episodes, we have taken on a couple of sponsors and people that we've partnered with, and, and it's always a service or a product that we believe in. We're not going to start sponsoring ourselves to just random things. That we, and we trust me, we've been offered some pretty random things. But if the, if it's something that you feel like your business or your product would align with what our show is about, and vice versa, we'd love to talk with anybody that would be willing to uh, to be a partner with us to help sponsor this trip. And then we can definitely talk off air about what that sponsorship would entail and all that goofy stuff. And we'll get to all of that if if someone would like to discuss all that with us. We're yeah, we're our, open to it. Yeah, and our, our you know. Our dream to do one of these trips is um, is an RV or a large van that's that's big enough to hold a few people, um, you know, six people maybe in comfort, um, and, and be able to run these trips. So it's not going to be cheap if we do it on our own. We're certainly willing to partner with somebody that that we feel is the right match. Um, reach out to us. Let us know. Um, you know, we'll we'll do it. Yeah, um, it's something that we've been kicking around, and again, we're we're not going to go crazy with this kind of stuff, but. We want to be, and of course, on this trip, we're going to be bringing some really good content to the listener. We're not going to go on this trip and just goof off. We're still going to, we are going to do plenty of goofing off, but we're going to have uh, some some pretty good guests on. We're already kind of talking amongst ourselves of who we'd like to have on and, and who we think would be receptive to being on the show. And we've got some really cool ideas and hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys will be seeing that probably, uh, well, it won't be this year. It'll be 2020 couple other things we want to touch on just a little bullet points we wanted to hit um if you have been paying attention to the news and or you live in the houston area you notice the uh, sadly another flooding event that we've had in and around the city um luckily from a barbecue standpoint luckily it does not appear that any barbecue joints suffered major damage in the houston area and beaumont in east texas got a, a just an incredible amount of rain so uh we honestly don't know if there are any barbecue joints in Beaumont or that area that sustained any major damage, but it does look like Houston, um, from a barbecue standpoint, dodged a bullet on that this time. But of course, barbecue is such a small part of what any of that means. There are still a lot of people that were displaced and, and, and suffered some sort of loss, property or otherwise, in that. and that. So it's, it's tough. always bad, you know. Yeah. And the weather is the weather. I mean, it's not something we can be in full control of by any means um, always you know, be careful when that happens but you know the, the good news on that aspect from the barbecue world is it doesn't look like anybody um, was catastrophically damaged in the Houston area um, Beaumont and, and out towards Winnie which is about halfway to Beaumont from Houston uh, did hit a lot and uh, really would like to recognize Tin Roof I mean Greg and Ronnie Weber and the crew there always are, are the first people to jump at helping other people out um, and they they headed out with their their big rig. Yeah, uh, the the Weber family are just they're great people and they're always willing to lend a hand. 
and this this time was no exception. If you if you haven't seen the, they call it Thelma and Louise. It's this giant fat, flatbed trailer that's got two huge oilers on it, and they bring it out whenever it's needed, and they just cook as much food as they can. They serve people that have been displaced by by these catastrophic catastrophic events that happen. Um, they did it during Hurricane Harvey a couple of years ago. They've done it several other times. They've been up to Pflugerville for a benefit that John Brotherton helped organize as well. Um, and just can't can't be more proud to, to know those guys. And, and they just do so much in the in the community. Yeah, without even uh, without even bothering or thinking, I think they probably just got together and headed up. You know, without yeah, without it, spending a lot of they don't publicize it a lot or anything like that. So. Uh, it's just what they do. Yeah. And, Great stuff. Yeah, and on a you know on a, on a lighter and happier note, our, our good friends at Goldies, um, that would be you know Dylan Taylor, Jalen Hurd, Lane Milne, Johnny White, New Pond. They, they they've made some real progress on opening the brick and mortar. Um, if you're not familiar, it's in it. They're near a small town called Kennedale, which is south of Fort Worth. Um, they've made a lot of progress, and they're getting closer and closer to opening and we're hoping we're hoping about another month or so is what we're hearing maybe maybe late october that you know you'll you'll be getting some news from the goldies guys as they get closer and closer to opening and we couldn't be more excited for that i got to check out their meal scale pit so it's pretty neat yeah we we did get to stop by there um actually on our way out of town from the smoked event and got to see the restaurant it's a really cool space it's got a lot of character to it and the pit room's really cool and if you guys are familiar with their barbecue, you're, you know, you know how great it's going to be once they get that brick and mortar open. They did a recent pop up in Atlanta with Fox Brothers and you know Fox Brothers who, again, we can't say it enough for some yeah. of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life and you know helped helped arrange a pop up at um, at their little they call it their kiosk this little uh, offshoot place that they serve out of um, and helped arrange the Goldie's pop-up up there and they got to go up there and, and serve some people in Atlanta, my brother-in-law included, who went out there and and was just so excited to get a slice of Texas. I mean, he goes to Fox Brothers, but to get an actual Texas joint in Atlanta was really cool for, for a lot of the locals and he definitely enjoyed it. So uh, we're all looking forward to Goldie's being open full-time. Yeah, well, you know, and everything happening in Fort Worth, of course, is just unbelievable out there. Um, you know, keep your eye out for all the places we've covered them in a, in a past episode but uh, just keep watching both the places that have been there and the new places make it really a, a great city to go visit and do a barbecue run on it's it's where all the action is right now yeah it, it's getting more and more fun to, to go up north of you know if you start north of Austin you know in the Belton area you can go to Miller's and you can go to Waco hit guests and, and Hellberg and and keep going north and get eventually it's a Fort Worth and it's just a it's an embarrassment of great barbecue up there, and we're, we're excited for it. It makes it does make us have to travel even more, which we like to whine about, but <laughs> it's for good reasons because it's for really good barbecue, and so we enjoy it. Yeah, there's great stuff going up there, so uh, check them out. Check out all the folks. Keep your eyes out for Goldies. Yeah, and we'll wrap this one up, guys. We really appreciate all the feedback we've gotten recently on episodes, um, especially our we've done a lot of episodes on pit builders and we've heard from a lot of them that that you know that they are hearing from people that have listened to our episode and are interested in buying a pit and we love that I and mean, that's that's the whole whole point of what we try to do with the show is try to shine a light on businesses that we feel are doing something really worthy and worthwhile and, and getting more people to know who these businesses are and hopefully supporting these businesses and so we really appreciate everyone that's listened and and participated and yeah. you know become an active participant in this whole barbecue world 
and the friends we've made and, and all the connections have been so amazing. If you, if you go somewhere, whether it's a restaurant or if you're buying a pit, make sure you let them know that you heard about it on Tales from the Pits. Yeah, and, and, and don't let them know in hopes of getting free food. Because no. they tell us about that, and then we publicly shame you. Yes, but, yes. But no, no, we really appreciate it. And, and the restaurants appreciate it, too, because it lets them know that the time that they have invested in being on our show, which that is, it's taking a chunk out of their busy day. And we do try to arrange our, our interviews around their schedules. But if someone's taking the time to, to sit down and talk with us, we want it to be worth their time. And so thank you guys for making it worth their time. It doesn't work without everyone that's listened and participated. So, again... Wrapping this one up. Thank you. We'll, we've got more stuff coming up for me. We've got another out-of-town trip that'll be coming up in the near future. Uh, not not out-of-state, but out-of-town. Pretty, pretty far out-of-town. Looking forward to it and looking forward to bringing you some more episodes from the road.